Okay, guys, so this is part two to SideQuest Volume 5. Things are getting a little lengthy, so uh, if by accident you're actually listening to the most recent one, which is this episode, this is actually part two, so there's another one right before this one, so... Go, go backwards a little bit. Go backwards Just a little, a little bit. bit. Just, Just a little, little bit. bit. Just a little bit. The first part, we're talking about uh, da- basically uh, dating profiles, the ones that I did, and also we had a listener who sent in their dating profile. Yeah. This second part is going to be about Daniel and his breakup. I am in the hot seat. So let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, So boy. So recently, Daniel went through a breakup. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh... They broke up and then uh, things were a little unclear. So he was supposed to think things out and then mm-hmm. talk to her. So they had a conversation Wednesday. Oh my God. Yeah. Like a whole day out of the whole loop of when I even should have. Two days after. But so yeah. How do you think the conversation went? Oh, wow. Man. Okay. See, this is the thing. The conversation actually was really bad. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's exactly Awareness. It. Okay. <laughs> just, just letting you guys know that was right. I didn't know I wanted to set it up properly, but uh, yeah, it was really bad. Okay. Really so, bad. So let me, let's, let's find out where your, your mind was. So what did you do before the conversation? Like before, cause it was a phone call, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you prepare like, or, or did you sit down, think about it? Or, or I sit like, down. And I mean like right before you called her. Oh no, no. This is even before, right before I called her, I had some time to write down some stuff and think about it and like, all right, let me make sure I'm, I'm getting my thoughts together. The thoughts that I need to make sure I share, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, I thought, I, I I did that. And what did and you do? Wait, what did you do? And like literally an hour before your phone call, what did you do? Oh, I was uh, recording something. I was I was working. You were working. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was like, all right, I already kind of knew exactly what I was gonna do, but I have to do this work thing right after work. That's what I'm doing. It. So it was like right after uh, we finished uh, doing an episode of some show, I was like, all right, phone call. So that's what I did. So it's okay. like while I was walking and everyone, someone, everyone that really knows me knows I hate walking and talking on the phone. Yeah. Unless I have like head, headphones. If I'm holding the phone to my, oh, I hate that. Oh, so tacky in the 80s. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and this is all leading up to the conversation, but uh, how did you start the conversation? What was going through your head when she picked up? Like, where was your mindset at? Like, how did you feel? What was your mood? Uh, how did like, and how did you think the conversation was going to end? Mm-hmm. Like, at, by the end of the call, like, what was your mindset when you called? Because the thing I'm asking this is because you you said you came right out of work mm-hmm. instead of sitting down and be like, okay. This is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. This is how, like, calming down instead of being stuck in this mindset of, like, because when you go to work, you have this kind of persona, this mindset. Mm-hmm. So did you give yourself time? How did you feel when you went, when you called her? Were you uh, still well, in work mode? I'm a guy that's able to compartmentalize. So it was like, all right, I'm out of that. I'm no longer that. No, I'm not on the mic. I'm not, you know, in front of a camera. Here I am, me. So it was like, all right, I got to do this. And also, time was of the essence. I didn't want to wait too late. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I've got to make that call. So that's all. It was just like, look, I got to make the call. Were you at I, home? Uh, no, 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 no. I was. You said you were walking. Oh, so many cities. Yeah, walking, and walking to my car, like leaving an office, walking to the car. The conversation happened in your car. Uh, well, happened started. I called literally walking out of the building. Like, all right, studio. Walk right out, studio. All right, and I'm 
waiting, ringing to pick up. I'm walking to my car while we're talking, and then I get in the car, I start the engine, let him warm up, and I drive, and I'm still talking. Now I've had the headphone in by then. Boom, boom, boom. And we're just, you know, we're talking. Okay. So. Yeah. So, uh, like, how did you, like, what, what was your feeling? What was your mindset when you called her? Oh, man, I wonder how fucked I am, but we'll see. So you thought you were in oh, trouble? So, so, so from the beginning of the conversation, you already felt like it was going to end bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, why is that? Oh, well, the, I don't know. Everything was, everything was just like an omen that it was like, yeah, this is going to be fucked. Let's see how good this is going to be. And uh, it was like, okay, so having the conversation, it was like, well, one, I know that I waited two days after I said I was going to speak to her. So I was going to have to deal with that. Um... And two, I, when speaking, um, it was like, uh, what did I say? All right. Uh, uh, something to the extent of, um, at some point it came in like, uh, I'm just like you. Uh, I am also passive in a relationship because I'm, I'm, I'm dominant at work and other parts of my life. Right. Uh, in the ideal relationship, I'm passive when it comes to being social and, uh, sometimes um, emotionally, but that's like, you know, just like a man thing, you know, like, I'm not always in touch with my emotions. I'm a caveman. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm far more, in my emotions than almost anyone else so it's fine um but you know like and then i mentioned like you know but in you know the bedroom things like that i may want to be dominant blah blah, blah depending on your level if you're vanilla or whatever um and uh oh then i went to some other things uh but ultimately you know i i, I like to be uh, there are moments when i like to be in charge because when i'm in charge i like to be praised that's my thing so the thing is when it comes to being social i like to be passive because the thing is you can pick a place to go and okay yeah somebody picked a place to go does that is that one of the things where someone picks a place to go automatically you should oh man you picked a good place no you don't have that's what i want and if i don't get it i kind of like what the fuck you know, I started to think that way. And it was just like, and that's why I realized, okay, you know what? Because of that, a long time ago, I was just like, ah, socially I'm passive anyway. I like to everyone else to say, hey, let's, and then I say go. Uh-huh. And that's usually how I am. And I realized like, fuck, I'm not socially. I definitely am. Like all my friends, any group I hang out with, they're like, let's, and I say go. That's it. Or I may mention something like, oh, man, it's dope, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, we should go. And then someone else says, yeah, yeah, we can probably go around this time. All right, I'm in. You know, now, uh, yeah, now I'm in. And now, uh, yeah, so we're all going to stay. I don't literally come up with anything. So, like. So it's, it's a hard thing. And the thing is, I realize, like, yo, that's why I am in other, like, it's been that way for relationships. uh I am. Because this way, you don't disappoint a person. And they're always like, oh, okay, great. This is good. This was great. Uh, so that's what I like to do. I thought to myself, and I didn't say this during the conversation, I thought I started off well. Our first uh, date was thing I chose. We're going to go here, blah, blah, blah. And then the second one, we went somewhere, and it was something I chose because uh, we were supposed to go to one place. It was raining, far off, blah, blah. Still, I was like, I had the stuff, and then, all right, let me pick something else. And then third date, she picked something. Fourth date, uh, she picked something, or fourth date, I was like, hey, because uh, it was like uh, a gap in time. 
didn't see her. We had a conversation about that where it's like, dude, you know, you've been kind of like MIA. What's going on? We had that conversation. And so I was like, no matter what, I have to still make sure I see you. So um, I did see her and I was like, let's stay inside and let's uh, let's talk and let's uh, let's build a Spotify list and, you know, just see how that works out for us. Blah, blah, yada. And that's that also at the end of that day, it was like, yeah, it feels like you're not really trying. We don't really do anything. And I don't know if that's your thing about like being passive in that way, but also in the relationship, you started to slack with the calling and the call and the speaking and saying hello and things of that nature. That's also what was some of the issue. It was just like passive all over, but yeah. So that's, um, that was the issue. The conversation, uh, was like, yeah, and I definitely understood. When we had it the first time, um, I understood because I wanted to be, uh, I didn't want to be a kid. I wanted to be an adult about it and be like, I'm going to listen if someone says this is how I am making them feel. You can't tell someone, hey, your feelings are wrong. You know, no. you got to listen. And it's like, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, okay, I'm being crazy logical. My therapist was like, oh, that may be some of the problem. You were overthinking it way too much when you got really logical with it. Because it was like, I told her, I was like, I can't, I can't disavow someone's uh, feelings. I can't just discount them. If they feel that way, it has to be valid. And hearing what she said and adding up some things, putting it all together, I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. So I'm not arguing that and saying, yeah, okay, you're right. Now, you know, I'm trying to talk, but I just didn't have, I didn't have the words. So that was also a problem because it was like, well, I expected you to. And that's kind of like a pause for a moment. Because uh, when I talked to my therapist about it, my therapist was like, wait, she said she expected you to? So wait, what's going on? Like, she expected, like, I'm going to tell you this and you're going to do this and everything's going to be perfect? Like, that's what she expected? I was like, I don't think that's what she expected. <laughs> I just think she expected, like, me to speak more. I don't understand how that was. And so the therapist was like, uh, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, in like a perfect world, I want you to speak more. But like, someone to voice that opinion about I expect you to I expected you to it's kind of it's kind of like she was like it's kind of like a juxtaposition it, it sends a person off because they're like well shoot okay I get it but it's like you can't answer back to that and that was the thing I was like damn I, I should say something about that because I don't want her to feel like, oh, well, it's just nothing to me. But she, my therapist was even like, sometimes a, a sentence like that, that packs a lot. There's probably nothing you can say at that moment, man. There isn't. Um, but you don't leave it unanswered. And I was like, yeah, I thought that's what I tried to do. And she was like, yeah, but you did it two days after. So, yeah, you, you're fucked. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's true. That was the thing. Huh. Um, and I knew it. I mean, and she, she told me that that's how we started off the conversation with, yeah, two days after what the fuck, you know, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And it was like, I don't disagree with it at all. I say exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You know? And for most of the conversation, that's where it was. It was like, yeah, I'm not, there was a part where she said, so you're calling me to give me an excuse. And I'm like, no, I'm calling you to give you an understanding of exactly what was going through my mind, what was happening. You said you expected more in the conversation. This is the more that you would have gotten. But it was like, OK, I'm not saying that properly. 
And that was a problem. My my breakdown in communication saying it to her. Because then after that, and it was like, no, I was just trying to let you know, like, these are other parts. And uh, then I was like, no, but, you know, the thing is, I'm genuinely sorry, et cetera. And she was like, you should have started with the sorry and then said this part. And I was like, okay, that's my fault. I get it. You know, but it was by that point when she said that, everything was like, oh, forget it. If it was at an eight, she liked it. It was already at a 10. So it was like, okay, so this is where it's like, well, now you're definitely fucked. No matter what you say, because it was like, then I started to say, well, no, blah, blah. Here's an answer back for it. I was like, okay, all right. Now I'm getting cut off on the speaking. Now that's when you know there's no, there's no turning back. Stop. Stop. So that's why I, I was stopping. And I was like, let me just stop for a moment. Hopefully she'll say something more and she did. And it was like, all right, stop, stop, listen, listen. And your reply has to be calm. Your reply cannot be hurried. It cannot be flustered. It has to be very calm. And I was like, okay, all right. And I was like, look. And I was like, I know look is not the right word to start with, but I'm saying look, it's just how I speak. Look, I see, and I said, like, I see this, I see that. And you're right. I should have started with sorry. And then uh, just as I said, sorry, you would have responded. We would have had a discussion and then that would have happened. But I just thought I wanted to lead with where the conversation was, I guess, where you expected it to go because it was your expectation. And that was my worry. That was my issue. And it goes back to the whole passive thing of your expectation is what I'm looking to fulfill. So that's immediately what I thought about. And I was like, I know that that's what she expected because that's what she told me. So that's what I I started the conversation with but i couldn't go that far with her and say all this stuff because she was already so upset but like don't you think that maybe you were so focused on your feelings and your thoughts that you kind of forgot about hers no no i apologized already and that was another thing she told me that i didn't apologize and i was like no i apologized three separate times these are the times in which i did and then i pointed them out and she was like damn this isn't a list and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. No, it's not a list, but I'm telling you I did. And I'm giving you the examples of what I did. You're telling me it's not a list. Now I don't know what to do. But that was when we were already at a 10. I can understand why she said it that way. Because it was like, well, I already did all these other things during the conversation. So it's like, that was, you know, you shouldn't even try to fight, fight it. When someone's at that 10, you say anything, it could be, it could be emotion and everything. And it's going to, you know, if, if you're upset, sometimes it's like, well, I'm upset at you because you're doing nothing but bullshit. So now all you're saying is nothing but bullshit in my ear, man. It's like, that's, it can be that level. And that's something you have to understand. You have to know how to work with it. You have to know how to be calm yourself. Don't take it completely to heart because the thing is when people are upset and people are hurt, they will say things. And it's like, look, maybe it just wasn't the best way to say it. So you have to keep that in mind. Someone has to be calm or whatever. And I thought I was definitely trying to pay attention to it because once she said you were wrong because you didn't start with sorry, I said, okay, that's the way she feels. Once again, I don't discount her feelings. Her feelings are what's supposed to be prominent. So that's why I said, you're right then. Even though I was like, I don't agree, but I was like, these are feelings that she feels I should have. And I'm supposed to be calling to speak to her concerning clearing the air. So then, yeah. She is my audience and I have to do things that are going to keep and captivate the audience. If that's the thing and she's like, no, this is the way you should have structured the conversation, then I agree with her. That's the way I should have structured the conversation. And I didn't. Okay. So there you go. I made that mistake. Now can we move forward? That's where it's like, well, I don't know because it's just, I'm still upset. The fact that, you know, you didn't do it this way. And then I don't even think you apologize. It was like, no, I did. And then, 
well, but it was already too late. Well, she was saying that, but what did you think she wanted you to apologize for? What apology did she want? Oh, she, well, she, she wanted... She didn't want to just hear, sorry. No, you said I mean, it yourself that sometimes, you know, apology has to be meaningful, has to be an actual something that... No, no, no. What I say is like, an apology is something that, one, acknowledges that you made the mistake and you see that you made the mistake. Then, two, it's also you saying that I'm going to work and make it better. I will change. That's what a full... Of, that's what I'm sorry means. But the thing is, when I say I'm sorry, I never just say I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry for avoiding your feelings or what I say, um, not discounting, but uh, neglecting your feelings and not paying attention to you. You did tell me that you required attention. We had a conversation about it and I told you I would change and I didn't for essentially almost about a week and a half. I was busy and there were things I was doing and I should have contacted you. I, I said all that part when we said the apology the first time. And then that's why I said I apologized three times. One was the apology and this is what I did. I'm letting you know, I know what I'm saying sorry for. I've learned that at a very young age. Never just say sorry. So I did that. And that's the thing. So it was like I I didn't discount. I didn't like not pay attention to her feelings. And yes, when I apologized, I knew exactly what I was apologizing for. <laughs> okay. I, just, I mean, I just honestly, the way everything turned out when it was for the for the breakup, um, looking at it now, uh, it was it was for the best instead of dragging her down to where it's like, well, he I mean, I've had one conversation with you. I've had another. I said I'd take you back and then you still are doing the same thing. I didn't want that to end up being the case. Um, and with it, honestly, I was just like, well, like I said, the whole passive thing, I'm not telling her, hey, we're going to we, sh we should date. And now you need to change. And then I'm not saying, oh, we should date and I'm definitely going to change. That's become my nature. I can't do that. And I don't want to you shouldn't date someone for the fact of you're going to change to make everything better for me or, oh, we're dating. I'm going to change, you know, to make everything better for us. No, it's I'm going to grow. And that's the thing. And I don't feel that that was the message. So that's why I'm like, yeah, the breakup is definitely a breakup. It's not going back together. Yeah. That was not the message isn't change with growth. It's change for change immediate. And that's not a good message. It's not a good message. And that's not what you should enter a relationship with because you can end up resenting that person, and that's not fair to that person. You're the one that's walked in and said you were going to change. They didn't tell you that's what you have to say, you know? I mean, so, uh, it's just, I don't know. you have anything to say? So, so, during, the, so during the conversation, she, she stated that this is how you should have gone, and you ended up agreeing. Mm -hmm. I was like, but from the beginning, why, why did you let it go that way? It's like, you said that... Uh, you kind of already knew you were screwed from the beginning of the conversation. Mm -hmm. You went in very negative about it instead of being positive. Like, no, this conversation is going to end with us, uh, like having a conversation and actually probably being friends again. It's like you, you mm -hmm. didn't go with that positive mindset. I didn't say that we weren't not going to be friends. I just said that this I mean, conversation is going to be her venting. It's going to be her being upset with me. First, because I was two days it seems, late. It seems like that's how you wanted it to go. Yes, it was two days no, late, no, but no. it doesn't mean... If I wanted it to go that way, I would have said, hey, so it's two days late, but there was none of that. <laughs> it was, here I am, I'm calling, I'm sorry for that, here's this conversation. 
that's how it went. So it wasn't just one of those kind of things where I see what you're saying, but the thing is, the truth of the matter is, well, the truth of the matter is I'm being true to myself. I'm being realistic. I'm not going to bullshit myself. The one person I don't think you should ever bullshit is yourself. And the thing is, knowing and preparing for the worst and expecting the best is a good thing. I'm prepared for the worst, but I'm expecting the best. That's how I walked into the conversation. I'm prepared like, oh, man, she's going to fucking just grill me. It's going to tear me up. But, yeah, this is going to be good. That was it. That's how I walked into it, but I was just like, she's going to fucking kill me. But it didn't, <laughs> I didn't have to go that way. I, mean, I didn't I didn't usher it to go that way, did I? You heard the conversation yeah. I'm telling you right now. Like, well, I, I didn't say, all right, now come on and talk about what you're upset with. I, nope. It you, was, it's, but, but yeah, it's like, like I want to know, it's like, why'd you walk in for a fist fight when you were just coming, walking in for a conversation? No, I didn't walk in for a fist fight. I didn't put on the gloves. I just said, I know where the gloves are. I walked in and said, I know where the gloves are. Yeah, but you, you know, let that's her it. vent at you. And like, it's like, yeah, I, you don't cut someone off when they vent. That is one of the rudest things you can ever do in life, Did man. start venting? Yes. <laughs> it was like, hey, you know, we had the conversation. She was like, well, first, you're, and that's how it was. Well, first, and it was like, oh. <laughs> and it was like, all right, I'm going to hear it. And that was it. It kind of sounded a little bit like you guys started the conversation and you just kind of walked into the room and then just dumped your thoughts and feelings into the table without realizing that she already had her feelings on the table kind of like waiting to be acknowledged that that's when it should have started with an apology and be like oh so, so your come, come in and apologize again see that was the thing that i always again, i mean that was the start of the conversation like she said it should have started off with acknowledging her feelings and and apologizing she didn't but say you acknowledging her feelings you said that but yeah i get what you're saying but when you when you apologize, you're with when you're, when you're apologizing <laughs> to somebody, you're acknowledging the, their feelings and how they feel, and because mm-hmm. it was a breakup, it was, she right. was upset because of how things went. Right. But the thing is, once again, I walked in with the expectation because these were the words that were said. I expected. So it was like, okay, I understand. That's what she expected. I'm the one that said, "Can we pause this?" And then I will come back and press play. So then I came back and I pressed play because that's also part of the expectation. That's how I came into it. Now, the thing is, I should have, according to what she said, said, I'm sorry and broke down my apology again and then said those portions. And the thing is, like, I get that. But at the moment. I just thought, okay, it was pause and I'm coming to play. I'm not saying she was wrong, but I'm not, I'm definitely not saying I walked in right. I walked in wrong because my idea was, let me come and press play because that's what we said we were going to do. Stupid. <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. Because the thing is what I should have done. And that's where you're saying it. And that's where I'm not getting it, but I get it now. What I should have done was walked in and said, hi, I'm here to press play. But before I do, here's an icebreaker. I'm sorry. These are what your feelings are. And these are what, this is how you're feeling or this is how I understand what I did made you feel. Now I'm going to press play. You're right. Basically. That's what I should have done. I just didn't, I thought, okay, press play. I'm in my head. I'm a logical kind of guy and I'm running with the numbers and that's how it is. So I'm like a one, two, three. And I was like, all right, so I'm coming back. We had one, two. I did say, let's pause and walk away, blah, blah, and we'll come back. So, all right, I'm coming in. All right, so press and play. And it was like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. And 
Oh no, I was gonna say so it's like for your analogy that you were saying that the press play, press uh-huh. pause. Like it would, it's kind of like the com- the the dating com- the conversation that you paused was the cliffhanger of an episode, yeah. and then we we needed the previously on to set us back up to where we were. Exactly, yeah. and that's where, like you said, Ernie, with acknowledging her feelings, and because I didn't. Fucking hell. It was yeah. a trash apology. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and uh, honestly, like, I, I know, like, that's why I was asking you how, where your mind was before the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, what were you doing behind that? Like, it sounded like you psyched yourself out because we, we talked after the mm-hmm. podcast and we talked about your reasons and your feelings. Yeah. We didn't talk about how you were going to talk to me. No. We talked about your reasons and your feelings. We were just straight things out in your head. Yeah. But then I feel like you got stuck in that mindset of like your thoughts and your feelings and your, you came in with the answers to all the answers on the quiz. But then when you walked into the classroom, the teacher told you this is an oral exam. Yeah. And then yeah. you look, yeah. you look at your sheet. That's a really good yeah. analogy. You look at your yeah. sheet and you're like, well, Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't remember any of this. I wrote it down. You said we were going to be able to have this. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. And it's like, well, now speak. And you're, uh, 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 yeah, exactly. That's exactly and it. So, so like ultimately, bro, like you, you forgot to turn on your empathy switch, man. Mm-hmm. And, and like a lot of people are like, they forget this. They're at fault for doing that. They they completely forget to uh, like consider another person's feelings and like they get caught up. And like, I, I know you said you're very analytical mm-hmm. and you also, it, there's nothing really wrong about you know being a little bit selfish and thinking about your thoughts and stuff like that but so i turned off the emotional switch is is and, and so with that and, what, what are you saying so i mean you you, you turn off your empathy switch, empathy like, switch. There you, yeah, go. you you forgot to acknowledge like like her feelings and okay. i mean uh it's it's it seems like you kind of switched that off like while you were like with her and she started noticing it like, hmm. isn't that kind of like what ended up happening when you were that whole passive thing ended up happening? And she said that you weren't considering your feelings as much and things were just weird. Is that yeah. kind of like where your empathy switch kind of see? I, turned I, off I don't think I had turned it off then. I know I just got really busy and it was like, OK, there were also some things that were like, uh, OK, there was a time frame where it was like, I OK, I wake up at five in the morning. I get up, I am in my office by seven. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock rolls around, nine o'clock rolls around. I'm working with East Coast people, and then I have to wait till 10 a.m. to send a good morning text. Five in the morning is when I wake up. 10 a.m. I've got to be ready to send that good morning text. And the thing is, it's like, okay. I'm sitting there dealing with something at work and I'm like, all right, 10's coming up. The alarm's going to ring or something. I'm going to, and the alarm rings and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, but I can't right now because I'm doing something. I'll come back to it. So now time has passed. Now more time has passed because now I'm busy, busy, busy. It's the nature of the job I do. So now here comes the time and it's like, I forgot to say good morning. So now it's in the afternoon and it's like, well, what the fuck? (laughs) Why isn't he doing, you know, blah, blah, all these things. And it was like, damn. Uh, this restraint on time restraint is killing me at moments but then it's like I I trying but it just wasn't and then like I said I also had other things where it was like okay 
I had some stuff that was going on in my household that I had to take care of as far as no. my daughter and things like that. And it was last minute out of nowhere. Oh, now you have to change your plans. You have to change everything right now. This is how it works. Just do it. Um, because my, my daughter and her mother are last minute people. And so am I. So that's life. <laughs> so every once in a while, she was just like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah I'll do that right now. Okay. You know, and it's like, damn. Now I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Now I can't. Now I'm, you know, and it just, that's what that two week period was. And it was like, I didn't want to just say, hey, yeah, I can't hang out with you today because of my daughter. I dated someone recently and it was like, I can't do this because of my daughter, because of my, because of my, and then it was just like, oh, now this person doesn't like my daughter. <laughs> and it was like, and she was like, yeah, that was the thing is you kept changing it because your daughter, because your daughter. I mean, she was like, if you said probably your mother needs something or your roommate needs something or just fill something in. You kept telling me everything was a change because of your daughter. A while I was just like, dear God, I can't date this guy as a kid. And it was just like, damn, OK. But so I, I had that in the head, too. And I was like, all right, let me uh, not just say, hey, I can't because of my daughter. Hey, I can't because of my daughter. You know, so it was like, I'm, I'm busy doing other things, but I was busy. And I told her, like, yeah, yeah, I am busy. I'm sorry. We'll try to make this work out. And then we had to try to make it work out. So I, I get it. We uh-huh. all get busy and we all have a lot of stuff to do. So like I said, a lot of people tend to, uh, when they get busy, stress or different things in life happen, we do tend off tend to have our empathy switch off. We forget about other people's or we don't consider other people's feelings as much mm-hmm. or think about it. Wow, I love that dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we end up turning it off and we forget to turn it on sometimes. And so when this conversation happened, it's like, of course, your, your, your head was already, well, we know everything you did wrong. Mm-hmm. You, admit, you now understand what you did wrong. Yeah. Like you came in with a certain tone already. You're too into your head. You're, uh, you already kind of already had a mindset that it was going to go to that a certain point, like that you're going <laughs> to, but also you, you went in with a certain plan of how the conversation went, was going to go, but it didn't really go that way either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like everything kind of fell apart. But I mean, during the whole entire time, it's like your empathy switch was off. And, mm-hmm. and like no, uh, just, what I was trying to say is like with Emmy, it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, sometimes we do have our empathy sh- uh, uh, like switch off. And mm-hmm. It's it's fine. But I mean, when it's a significant other, when it's somebody important to you mm-hmm. is when you, you got to remember to switch it on. So this is the thing I'm going to ask and this. I'm just going to throw it out there and say, well, where's the empathy switch for me as far as, okay, I'm admitting that I made a mistake and I stepped on my words here and let me try to fix it. Why is there no empathy for me at this point and say, hold on, let me pause and let me take a breath because I'm beating and pummeling this person who has just said, I'm sorry. And no, I did apologize. And no, this and blah, blah. Where is the empathy switch for me? It's a question that uh, my therapist asked me. And so now I'm asking, where is my empathy switch? And I was like, damn, I didn't think I was, I deserved that. I didn't yeah. think I did because I was okay. like, I messed up. That, and I understood she's upset. And the therapist was like, no, no. Adults are having a conversation. Yes, she's upset. But did you yell? Did you yell? I was like, no. Did she yell? No. Okay. So there was an area where both of you who were able to turn around, you figured out that you made a mistake and you immediately said, you're right. I should have apologized. This is how it should have went. And she heard it and she didn't yell. So there was a moment where she could have been like, oh, but I am asking questions pretty quick. Maybe that can be seen as a a form of not aggression, but it is aggressive. So then it's like, let me stop for a moment or let me slow down. 
not stop, but uh. slow down. And that was something it was like, damn, I, I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, the the way I uh, the way I, I want to like I kind of want to like look at it is uh, empathy is kind of like switching on the porch light to your house. So you can have a dark neighborhood where all the front porch lights are off. And sometimes it takes just one person to turn it on. And then all the other houses. Yeah, I get it. I get when you said it immediately. It's it's that warm light that's inviting. The thing is, if nobody, nobody takes the first step to turn it on, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's going to remain dark and cold in that street. You're not going to get that welcome warmth. And like, yes, you do deserve that. But maybe like if you were planning on like dumping your feelings and your thoughts, maybe you should have turned on that light first so she could turn hers on too. Mm-hmm. Then the conversation wouldn't have been a losing conversation. It wouldn't even been a fighting conversation. Uh-huh. It would have been a conversation between two people instead of a one-sided me dumping my feelings and thoughts on the table. Uh, it, I like that. Cause mm-hmm. like, cause you, you, you said it yourself. You're like before when we had, when we talked the, the night before, it's like, Oh, I asked you ultimately, what do you want out of the end of this? Mm-hmm. You don't want a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, no, you wanted a friendship. Well, sometimes the conversations that lead to ending in a friendship is this, almost the same as ending in a relationship. Mm. Salvaging a friendship and salvaging a relationship are almost the same conversation, except just a different result. Okay. I get that. That's smart. So, like, we know that just, well, it's, it's foresight's 2020. Hindsight. Yeah, so, hindsight. Hindsight, yeah. I don't know what I said. <laughs> but, but like, so, you have vision. Yeah, so, so, you now know. So, thinking back now, how did you, how would you have gone with the conversation and how did you want it to end? Yeah. I would have started with the, uh, you know, previously on with the sorry, <laughs> I would have done that. And then after I gave the recap for our audience, then I would have given the new info and been like, now after the, you know, apology and sorry, et cetera, et cetera. Now I know that we said that, uh, like, well, okay, let's, we're going to role play, I guess. And, uh, it's like, so Emmy, I'm sorry for anything. I know I already said it before, but I'm just saying it again. I know that I neglected your feelings. I did not provide you with the proper attention. Even after we had the conversation, you told me, look, I need attention. And if you are willing to give me the attention, we can continue. And I said, yes. So then when you weren't getting it, you tried to keep quiet and everything. And then finally it was like, now you had to say something. And I have to say automatically, automatically before anything else, even with the sorry, I appreciate that. Because you took the time, you took a chance, and but uh, I am sorry. Now, we said we would pause and come back and talk. I'm ready to press play, and then that's how it would have went, and it would have been a completely different outcome. Yeah. That's how it should have went. You had mentioned earlier how she said that um, you were you came at her with a list of excuses, and I think there's a really fine line between excuses and reasons. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, cause like say like we forgot our homework or we're running late or whatever. And you're like trying to explain why and it's truthful uh-huh. and it's honest. And people are like, I don't want to hear your excuses. You're like, but they're, but they're, they're real. real reasons. Right. <laughs> it's all in just where you start and where you come from and where the other person sees it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, like I said, it's like, it, it, like, it's like if, starting, I'm saying starting the conversation like that, those become, that becomes a real conversation and that becomes reasons. Whereas the just play is 
it's, it's a bunch a, of excuses. The, uh, the just play yeah. is already excuses instead of like you said. Yeah, any, it's such a fine line too. It really, really is. I feel like we could do a whole episode no, but see, yeah, on excuses, excuses and reasons. Excuses and you know? reasons <laughs> could be a whole thing. Actually, no joke. I feel that's something that should happen. No joke. Uh, <laughs> excuses, reasons, uh, how to navigate a, a fight. How to navigate a fight? How to yeah. na- navigate a disagreement and a fight with your significant other? That should be one because God, there's no one that trains anyone on it. No, and it's, it's like, all experience. That, see, I'm I'm here on this but, show, and it was like I crashed. But but it, like those. Every relationship is different well, and they, true. and everything is handled differently. Some yeah. people, some couples are just completely irrational people <laughs> and don't sit down and actually have thoughts. They just go in with just like, we're going to punch each other in the face. <laughs> well, yeah. like, true, th- true. That's true. Very Sid and yeah. Nancy-esque. Uh, yeah. And, and like one of my favorite quotes that I, that I picked up and I throw at people's faces when they're in the relationships, I'm like, um, I heard that uh, probably you guys seen it too. It's a, uh, we have to remember that when it comes to an argument, it's you two against the problem, mm-hmm. you two against each other. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that's is, people people will and people need to figure that out because that's true. Because sometimes they'll look at the other person, and they're like, "Well, you are the problem," and it's like, "No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no." Mm-hmm. Once you see that person as the problem, what do you want to do when you see a problem? You want to get rid of it. You want to solve it. You want to fix right. it. Right. You want to make it where it's not a problem, which means you want to change it. If you see that person, you say that person is a problem. Then what do you want to do? You want to fix the problem. You want to get rid of the problem. So no, don't see the problem. You're, you're right. That's exactly it. It's you two versus the problem. Mm-hmm. Stand together. If you're united, nothing can separate you. You're not going to fall. Boom. Yeah. I want to um, make a comment about something you said earlier too about um, you said, where's my empathy during this conversation? Uh-huh. I just let you guys go because you guys are beautiful together. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> um, and I think that's a really great question. And I think um, some of the answer in this particular situation mm-hmm. comes from everything that led up to this moment in time mm-hmm. where you've talked about how she asked you for specific things. And you said, yes. And then mm-hmm. they didn't happen. Then she asked mm-hmm. you for specific things. Yes. And then and didn't they happen. didn't happen. So all of sh- the empathy that she had towards you and the relationship was there. And then... In the end, she was she burned. She out. had burned out of her own empathy towards the situation. Mm-hmm. So then, when the with his beautiful analogy of the light switches uh-huh. didn't happen, <laughs> that's where your empathy kind of just she, it had already burnt out for her in the end. Mm, her light okay. bulb popped. Her light bulb, light bulb popped. Went, I like it. I like it. This is my thoughts on <laughs> listening to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I can see so, that. I don't her know. light bulb popped, and she's like. No, I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying. Because everyone absolutely deserves deserves empathy on both sides, but in but you have to see where everyone is coming from on both sides mm-hmm. too. No. That's actually very true. You know, relationships are a funny thing. They really oh. are because it, it. You know, if you feel like you're giving everything on one end, because I I was in a relationship like that where I felt like I was giving everything and I gave so much of myself and I wasn't getting anything back, mm-hmm. and then that's a a big love thing actually. Um, so then in the end, you're just like, I, I'm, I no longer have more to give. And you just become like a shrew and you're angry and you don't know how to break out of the anger. And that's just kind of where you are because everything else in you has died. Well, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like for- <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's an incubus lyric and it's from a song I, I really love, but I forgot the title. But it says, uh, they'll screw you to your ass is blue and gray. 
Oh, God. Like, just like they leave you done with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that's uh, it. What that's song true. Is that? uh, I, I, yeah, like uh, they'll screw you complete until you're blue and gray. You should make amends with you. From I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I love that he moved away from the microphone to yeah, continue I, humming. At the time it. length, I can't let it. Well, well, you know, we have. Why this. not try and uh, uh, and and something yourself? But, um, I forgot. I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, it's an incubus song. <laughs> I, guess, I guess my last question is, um, what now? Because um, well, obviously uh, she needs time to cool down. Yes, and yeah. Like, you, that you, was, I think uh, the whole thing needs time to cool down. Absolutely. And but, she just told me that. She yeah, told me that. Uh, because I was still trying to... Um, I'm learning to not believe in the word status quo. Okay. Because I feel it's... You're just doing something autonomously if you're trying to keep up with the status quo. So right. I don't, I don't want oh, to ever do it. Loud. So that's why. No. Yeah. So that's why I never want to do it. Uh, so the thing is, but I did want to kind of like leave, leave the channels of communication open. Mm -hmm. So it's just been like, what else do I do? Good morning. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> blah, blah. Like at 10 a.m. Hey, you know, good morning. I don't. And I, and I said it too. I don't know how this works. I don't know uh, if I should have a conversation with you or not. And if I shouldn't, let me know. You know, blah, blah, whatever. Absolutely. And she was quiet. For two days. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I gotta give her that because it was like, damn, that was good. That oh, was man. good. And she was like, oh really? I'm gonna show you how that feels, you dumb fuck. Like, and I get it, <laughs> and I get it, and I will not. I I said, oh my bravo, god, that's magical. bravo, because oh, that is good she job, knows, Emmy. I didn't she, know that at all. Emmy knows I appreciate petty, and I will not say someone is not doing well, right? And mm -hmm. uh, and that. That's not petty. That's well, you get to feel it because yeah. yeah, saying petty sometimes is bad. I guess I, I don't know, but I'm saying petty is a good thing. Yeah, and I, I loved it. And that's that's why she just sent me something and said, "Hey, you know, just want you know something like just want to let you know I'm not ignoring you. You know, uh, I need a little time, so just give me a little time." Absolutely. And I was like, I definitely understand. Uh, and also, like uh, you know, give me a little time. Yes, I still want to be friends, but give me some time. And I was like, okay. Absolutely. It. Like when, with something like this, because I know you haven't dated a lot of friends. Uh huh. Nope. This was her first friend that she's ever dated. Yeah. I have experience in this area. Ernie, do you? Dating a friend? Yeah. Nope. Oh, so mm. it's just me. Wonderful. Oh. Um, my latest friend that I dated a couple years mm -hmm. ago ended things via a text message mm. because he was busy. So, oh. yes. So it, oh. it honestly, and he and I are great friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We but. dated for two months. Like, yeah, it's very, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, we'll call boy. him improv. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> nice. Um, so you improv your breakup? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, right. You know, like, all right, uh, give me a suggestion. Text. Break great. Up. Text. That's yeah. how I'll do it. So I was like this, when he did that, I took a minute. And I legit texted my girlfriends and then I was like, yep. okay. And I like called him out on how bullshit it was okay. that he did this. He at least owed me a phone call. We'd been friends for two years mm -hmm. up until this point. And in the end, yeah, yes, I was angry by the way he did it. He knew that. And then I was like, I, he's like, I need space because I need to stop thinking of what we possibly could have been. Cause uh -huh. like the, we basically ended after two months. Cause I was like, Hey, we saw each other once a week. 
And I was like, Hey, I would love to start seeing each other more often. Cause I would love to start building something with you. And then basically two days later, he was like, I need to end this cause I'm too busy because of work. Oh, so he was afraid. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> Cool. So we took space. I probably honestly didn't speak to him for at least six months. Hmm. And I don't know. Everyone is different. Everyone is different. The meme I'm showing Sarah right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my subconscious during a relationship. This bitch is starting to appreciate me a little too much. Time to start fucking it up. <laughs> That's exactly. It. It's Batman rubbing his chin. Yeah. I thought about it today because I was like, we're going to talk about. And I was like, OK, all right. That's, I was like, that has to be what happened in my head. So yeah. I just made a meme. <laughs> I had to make a meme. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it took six, six months was on me. I could have probably reached out to him sooner, but I also kind of was annoyed. And it, mm. when it wasn't until something perked up into me, into my brain that was like, hey, he'd really appreciate this. Mm. You know, and then I huh. reached out and like he and I are still great friends. We grab lunch every once in a while. He still knows that I'm up at 2 a.m. and we'll like message back and forth because he's always working on new scripts or new things and he wants opinions and to bounce stuff off of each other. And that's just how we've been. And it's been over two years now mm -hmm. and we're, we're still great friends. But it, it took me time. I don't know where he was. We've never talked about it. We've never talked about it again. Because um, I don't think there's really a point. We've both moved on past it. Yeah. You know, and he's never tried to redate me. I've never, that door will never be open mm -hmm. be, even before Dothraki. Right. Because I felt if even at that time he still chose his relationship over me, I would, or, I mean, his work over our relationship, I would never trust him to not do that again. Makes sense. Very true. So there's that. Very true. So, it just takes time and you can absolutely get back there is my, the short of my long winded story. No, I mean, that was perfect. We need to hear all of this. So this way we understood everything. It was yeah. like we got it and it was like it, we went through the journey and got the understanding. And I like that. Mm -hmm. This also just proves to you guys. I mean, I don't know if you guys are not listening or paying attention, but the underlying the underlying current of my experience, what I need everyone to take away is that women are smarter than men. Just remember that <laughs> because ultimately he's not wrong. Ultimately they will prove it to you and you will be like, damn, fuck. She's smarter than me. And you will say that. And then when you do, you will be like, Oh shit, Dan did say that. And I will be like, you're welcome. Watch. And, yeah, and watch. I will say on behalf of women, every once in a while we are wrong. It is very rare and it does happen. Yeah, that's true. But when we are wrong, relish it. Ah, well, well. Uh, no, well. I'm saying Don't it. Don't rub it in. Yeah. No, Don't we, rub it in. Then you're wrong when you rub it in. And then I mean, they I guess will it depends rule. on the person. Yeah. But she was, will let you know. It will be like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How manly are you with shit in your drawers? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, like we're in public and you just said that? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. You know, it can be anything. That's you know, they're like, I oh, get you sweaty, have, okay? Yeah, I get can, sweaty. You can do anything. You can be like, oh my God, you know, like uh, she tries to kiss you and she has bad breath and you're like, oh my God, like, you know, you have bad breath. And then she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got bad breath. What about you? I'll suck you, you know, yeah, blah, blah. You don't wash. You stink. I don't know who raised you. And you're like, oh why did God. you go that far? I thought it was just, hey, your breath. What the hell? I'm telling you. Wait, there women was, are smarter. There was man. a video. There was. That's that what I thought about it. Last week. That's what I thought that's about funny. it. It's like he's like, it's like, well, your dick smells. Well, your like, dick smells. Yeah, that's the one I. That's, that's where I got. That's where I got it from. Those yeah. two. I love their Instagram. That's I, like, it's so true. I mean, it's even, facts. Even Dothraki knows that it's just better to listen to me and believe me and know that I'm right. You, and he's like, you just make my life so much easier because it's what always ends up happening. And I'm once like, again, that's why I'm passive with going places. Let her choose, man. But we don't want to choose. 
that's the problem. That's like we well, make, you know, like we make so you, many decisions yes. in life, and we control everything, and we're right about all the things. Don't make me choose my food. <laughs> I would rather give you a list of what I don't want than what I do want because oh, that list is is long. There are so many memes about that where it's like, I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want? I don't know. What the fuck? What? Come on. I, like, I, to be fair, to I don't say I don't know because I don't. Like, I legit don't know. Like, I just uh, know I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. Just pick one. Let's go. That can work. That can work. I don't want is better than oh, I don't know. Give me way, something. Yeah. I like, I don't want half the time. I don't want pizza and I don't want hamburgers. Okay. See, then you're like, all right, cool. So let's get something that we're going to have to eat with knives and forks. Why don't we just go ahead and pick something that we can eat in? And then she could say either yes, or I don't want to eat like, like a restaurant. Eat like, I want to take it. I want to bring it home. Okay. Now putting that together. Great. How about Mexican? Oh, boom. Sounds like everybody's good. You see, that's good. That is perfect. The, oh, what don't I you don't want? Know. That's the trick, y'all. What go. don't you that's want? See, women are smarter, man. Look at that. I couldn't figure that out. Yeah. She just says, that's your answer from now on. But I'm just going to say, if they say, I don't know what I don't want, then you're just screwed because they're hangry and you can't win. And so you better just go to McDonald's and get some hash browns to yep. tide them over. Yep. Yep. That and some quaaludes. Either one. Either one. <laughs> Either one's going to work. Ernie, you look like you're trying to chime in to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. I think... We, we've gone long enough. And, uh, this is going to be a two-parter. Hey, this is a gotcha. so good. It is. I'm going to have to split this in, into two episodes. Oh, good. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's start wrapping up. Hey, guys, it's Journey. If you are listening for the first time or you just haven't done so yet, please rate and review us on iTunes. Or subscribe if you are listening on Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, or anywhere else that you might be listening to this podcast. Doing this helps boost our podcast in the charts and makes it easier for people to find our show. But most importantly, we want you guys to stay connected by following us on social media and spreading the word of our show. Thanks again. Daniel, first of all, I want to say thank you for being so open and thank hey. you for sharing. Hey, you know what? I you didn't have to. But you did not have no, to. See, and, and you that's did. the thing. And I think it's, it's good that I did because the thing is, and I left myself open and vulnerable. I wanted people to say, well, Daniel, this is where I noticed you went wrong. Yeah. And I needed that because I wanted people to see and understand like, I, you know what? Real life happens and people do get into relationships and blah, blah. You hear all these shows where people are on it and they're talking to you about like relationships and blah, blah. Like they're perfect. And you're like, no, you need that kind of peering in so that, okay, maybe we're not perfect. And this is, you know, we're mm -hmm. learning too. And the thing is, it's like, that's why there are three of us and not just one person here. Yeah. It's like, great, because that's three different opinions and we'll be able to find out and see who's wrong, who's right, who can help, how can we make things better? It's, you know, in fact, it's not about who's wrong, who's right. It's about how can we help each other and make things better. Yeah. That's what this show is for. The show is here to help you guys, the audience. You're the fourth member. And what we're doing here is making sure that we can reach out to you so you guys can see, oh, okay, hey, maybe I have a suggestion that can help Daniel too. Or maybe what Daniel's going through is something I'm going through. And now I'll know what to do and what not to do. I can see the red flags uh, for when it comes to dating someone. I can figure out what to do on um, on, a, on an app, profile. an online dating profile. All these things we are doing to make sure that people know. So I had to make sure I put myself out there so people can see and understand it and get it yeah yeah so uh tables are turned huh yes hey. yes uh, i feel so good not being the again, one in the say spotlight it again, you feel said validating it like, turned, oh that's what i was like oh tables are turned bitch yes <laughs> you're like damn it damn, like, damn it damn it uh, i had oh. to do it as our instagram <laughs> it was just go it was, it was so, so perfect it was, it was so great. perfect
but yeah, uh, but yeah, Daniel, you're right. It's like all three of us have different experiences when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. I've only had like one real girlfriend. I'm mm-hmm. like the stupid, hopeless romantic. Which, yeah. uh, but every once in a while, I have great fucking analogies. Yeah, you do, <laughs> dude. You've got my great God, analogies, Ernie. Like you Bravo. said that, and I, we were both like. Yeah, we, yeah we, leaned in, we leaned in when he said turn on the light. I was like, oh. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Damn. Ernie! If I had panties, I'd throw them right at you. Like, oh, here we go, <laughs> fucking take them, take them, yeah. But my yeah, god. we we want to help you guys. Mm-hmm. We want you guys to help us. This is this is a quest. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, we're all aiming for the same thing. So. Let's help each other out. Send in your stories, your questions. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. Like I said, uh, we're, we're trying this whole new dating uh, app suggestion yeah. review I'll thing. I'll be on mine now. Yeah. Yeah, boo. <laughs> and then, you better uh, have your profile ready for oh, next yes, week. Oh, yes, I am. I am. I or for will. January. I'm trying to. Unless oh, yeah. you can get it ready tonight. I may. I may. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. But yeah, so uh, like I said, uh, we're going to be pre-recording the next two episodes. Uh, and those are going to be coming out around December. But then the last week of December, there's not going to be one or the beginning of, of January. January. So Two-week hiatus. Yeah. yeah, we're taking a two-week hiatus so we can like, I don't know, just enjoy the holidays. So make yeah. sure you re-listen, you subscribe, you like, you review. Yes. Like even if you yes. don't want to write a review, just hit those five stars on well, uh, iTunes if that's where you listen. Well, or hit do, subscribe on Spotify. Yeah, what they all do that like. Like, according to it, they say they want uh, a, a comment. So it's like, go ahead and give us the five stars and use the word cheese. Yeah. Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Like, give us your favorite. You like Munster? You like some smoked Gouda? You like some Havarti? Tell, tell us your favorite cheese in the in the review for iTunes. Yeah, you know? People <laughs> like, were going to be so confused. But people <laughs> like, what? But they'll be like, what the hell is going on? Why is the algorithm yeah. giving me a lot, a lot of cheese for these people? Halloumi yeah. I just learned about. Oh, what? Anyway. Oh, Havarti. <laughs> you Havarti. can, you can fry it up. It's like French fries. Anyway, go ahead. Really? So, so the first episode, oh my God. when we get back in the new year, uh, we're going to do a side quest. So during the holidays, uh, follow all our social media so you can see what we're doing for holidays, all the cool like, stuff mm-hmm. we've been on it. Um, also, uh, send in your stories, your rate, your reviews. We didn't, I know we didn't read any of this episode. Oh, yeah. This one was a little special. We knew this was a special one. Yeah. Exactly. But, but, for, but for the beginning of the year, we'll be reading all the stories and like questions they, they got have sent in many online profiles that you guys sent into we'll, we'll try to squeeze those in we'll try to be quicker about it too okay when, yeah, when, yeah. when going yeah. through it and let us know from the top if you would like us to share your photos yeah. so people can follow along if you want to stay anonymous that's totally cool too oh, yeah and know. also we don't have to do your your online dating profile on on online we can even just if you said you'd rather keep it offline we can do like, that too yeah we yeah. can we can just go through your screen caps and reply to you through email and be like yeah right, definitely so knock these out knock these out change this yeah absolutely yeah or if you need us to write you a bio we can do that too definitely we're here to help ernie's got the ernie's got magical fingers man i heard read you read what he had oh yeah i I spent hours on that (laughs) so yeah guys thank you so much for joining us sarah daniel where can we find you on social media you can find me on all social media at rogue tastic you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Battlestar Galactica on Twitter at that hashtag BSG. And I'm the journey. That's the underscore J E R N I on all social media. And you can find quest for player two on all social media as quest for player two. The number two. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> same with our Gmail. Oh yeah. Same with our Gmail. So and our website and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so happy holiday guys and happy questing. Happy questing. Happy.